Greetings, everybody. Chris Hislop from the Montana World Affairs Council. This is What So What Now What, the international affairs program that connects you with an expert on the issue of the day. And in five speedy minutes, you become the expert. We are going to welcome today our friend Mick Mulroy back to the show. Mick, how are you? Great, Chris. Great to be with you. Great to have you back, Mick. Mick is a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Middle East. He's also a retired CIA paramilitary operations officer in the Special Activities Center and a United States Marine. He's a senior fellow for the Middle East Institute, an ABC News national security analyst, a co-founder of the Lobo Institute, and on the board of advisors for Plato's Academy in Athens, Greece. So Mick, today we're thinking and talking about Russia and Ukraine. It's a very, very high stakes game that's being played. Can you tell us a little bit about the stakes, Russia, Ukraine, United States, and its NATO allies? Yes, absolutely, Chris. So this goes back to the the fall of the Soviet Union. And uh, Vladimir Putin, Putin, President Putin, was a KGB colonel at the time. So this is a very emotional issue with him when it comes to the former satellite uh, republics of the Soviet Union, one of which is Ukraine. Uh, He has written papers, he has made speeches about how the Ukraine essentially should still be part of Russia. In 2014, he did invade uh, under the ploy of uh, what they call little green men, essentially taking his soldiers and having them wear civilian clothes, and annexed a part of Russia called Crimea. So he is now uh, demanding uh, certain things of the West and NATO, essentially that Ukraine will never be part of NATO, nor would any of the former Soviet republics, such as Georgia uh, and other uh, countries, uh, which is simply untenable for NATO to ever promise, or the countries, of course, in question to ever promise, uh, because that would provide them a lot of security. So he is threatened to essentially invade uh, the Ukraine and has created a crisis of his own making. Uh, he, everything he's been claiming the West has done, he has done. Mm. He's claimed the West right. has encroached on the East. He has encroached on the West. And it has really raised the stakes uh, to a level that we haven't seen in a long time. And there is a potential for a clash between Russia and NATO, of which the United States is a key member. Well, Nick, you know, as you mentioned, um, a few years ago, we had the, a, a similar dust up in the Crimea. I mean, that came and went. Um, the world is still intact. We're OK. Um, you know, should we really be worried about this? Um, should we not think of it as maybe just a, a small hassle in the former backyard of the Soviet Union? Why would this really matter to us? So that is a good point. And uh, I think in that case, there was a lot of ethnic Russians uh, that lived in Crimea. In fact, it was known for a place where Russian military retired, kind of like Whitefish, Montana is in much smaller scale. But um, this time we're talking about a full scale invasion of Ukraine. And Ukraine has already started conscripting men and women to fight. So it is not going to be easy. They have, they're going to fortify their cities, and we could have a raging fight on our hands right on the border of NATO, and that could easily spark into something more substantial. Poland, of course, is right next to, to the Ukraine, and the United States has been doing more there and likely will. President Biden has stated 
If you invade the Ukraine, we will seriously increase our presence in the NATO countries, and we probably will seriously increase our support to the Ukrainians in their fight. So I would say the difference would be we can expect this to be a seriously uh, hostile, violent fight that is not going to go the same way as the Crimea. Well, as you say, it's heating up in the middle of winter, but if we could look ahead now, um, there's been several developments in the last days, and in in fact, in the last week, an escalation, a de-escalation, a talk between the heads of state. Looking ahead in your crystal ball, Mick, what do you see in the immediate term? So one of the things that the military analysts are looking at is actually the, the conditions that are needed for Russia to do an invasion. And I'm no expert at this, uh, you know, I was more in the irregular warfare front, but essentially as the winter goes on, the ground gets harder and their ability to move massive main battle tanks and artillery pieces becomes easier. So many experts think that if they're going to do this, they're probably waiting for that. The United States have made it clear that we are not gonna concede anything that the Russians are asking. Again, this is a crisis of their own making. Um, The question will be, will we blink? If Russia decides to go into the Ukraine, will we substantially increase our presence in NATO? And will we continue it or not, or to increase? And I think we're at $450 million this year in direct support, military support to the Ukrainians. Uh, That is where we have to see whether this is going. There's many people that believe this is a giant bluff from Putin, President Putin, and that he essentially just wanted to escalate himself on the world stage, get multiple meetings to President Biden, the United States, and essentially make sure, you know, that he, that Russia was considered in the same uh, sphere as NATO and the United States. Uh, there's others that think he's very serious in doing this because of the emotional attachment to Ukraine I already mentioned. So I do not know which one's uh, accurate. I do hope it's a bluff because I think we all would agree that we don't need a raging uh, war anywhere in the world, but certainly not on the footsteps of NATO. And the importance of that is we have an obligation, a treaty obligation, to go to war with NATO if they do. So that is uh, Article 5 uh, of uh, NATO. And so that is incredibly important for Americans to understand and for us to take into account. Mick, thanks a lot for helping us make sense of this. I'm sure we're all going to be watching this very closely and look forward to another uh, return to help us understand what may be happening in the very near future in this and in other hot spots around the world. Mick Mulroy from the Lobo Institute and ABC National Security Analyst, thank you very much for joining us again today. I also want to quickly thank our very generous donors, the Dennis and Phyllis Washington Foundation, Allegiance, and Stockman Bank, who help us bring this and many other programs to you. Mick, thank you very much uh, from Whitefish, Montana. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, viewers, for coming on once again. Everybody, be well and see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.